Nobody wants to be sold. People want to select the right solutions to their challenges. So how do you make sure that you are the right solution? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about sales. No, we're going to talk about the selection process that your customers make. And to do that, we're going to chat with Merrick Kahn. She is an emotional intelligence and sales expert. She's an entrepreneur and an author a certified speaking professional, and the CEO of Select Sales Development. She's also a stand-up comedian, writer, producer, and performer of a one-woman inspiring comedy show. She's a single mom of a teen, and she is our guest today. Merritt, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lorraine. It's great to be here. It is so nice to have you, and I really want to dive in to this idea of selection. And as we were talking before the show, you said that you had four words that would absolutely change my sales process and my business. So lay them on me. (laughs) It's nice when we can just boil it down to four words, isn't it? (laughs) Absolutely. Well, Lorraine, I've been doing sales and business development, training, coaching, consulting for more than 20 years. And what I've noticed is that it's one thing to be really well-versed in what you're going to say to a prospect and how you're going to go through your sales process. But if you are having your best presentation ever and the person that you're talking to or the organization you're talking to is not open to hearing new ideas, it really doesn't matter how great your solution is. It doesn't matter how great your proposal was. It doesn't really matter any of that. So what I'd learned a long time ago was to first make sure that my audience was open to receiving my messages. And I use that same philosophy, whether I'm speaking at a, at a conference as their keynote or doing a training session for my clients or even coaching, and certainly in a prospecting situation. But the magic four words are, are you open to? And it's so simple. It's just, it's almost comical. As you were saying that, I'm thinking to myself, oh my goodness, that is, it's just brilliant because I can think of so many times that I was having a conversation and the other person had initiated it. So I thought they were interested But about halfway through the conversation, I realized they were not open to making changes. They were not open to spending the money required to do it. Whatever it was, they they weren't open to. And the conversation went nowhere. Well, and you hit on a very key distinction without even maybe even realizing it, Lorraine, because you said you thought they were interested. And then it turns out they weren't open. So here's, when you think about just our, our the importance of being deliberate in your word choice, if I say to you, are you interested in a new solution to this problem? You could easily say, nah, I'm, I'm good with what we've got. Like I, you know, we'll, we'll be fine. But if I say, are you open to another solution to this potential, to this problem, this challenge that you're having? It's very difficult for you to say, no, I'm really not open-minded to anything else that could help me. So 
that one word distinction, I really found it to be sort of this magical uh, word because none of us want to admit that we're closed-minded. In fact, I saw a study that was interesting, and uh, I'm I'm apologizing in advance because I can't quote you the exact source, but the research showed that um, 95% of us think that we are more open-minded than the average person. Which I, I don't know about you, Lorraine. I um I I'm not g- well versed in this new math, but I don't think even with new math, ninety five percent of us could be better than the average. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have seen similar statistics in answers to a lot of different questions. X amount of people think they are smarter than average, and the total number is is more than half. So you kind of wonder. Yeah, but I think that speaks to. The fact that most people like to know where the average is and then think of themselves as just a little bit better. Yeah, of course. Well, you know, as long as we are thinking that we're all more open-minded than we might actually be, then let's use that to our advantage. Mm -hmm. And that question, are you open to, I think you really want to think about that from two different perspectives. So the first person you want to ask, are you open to, is yourself Am I open to a new possibility? Am I open to the idea that things could get better, that I could find another way to solve this challenge, that I could actually stick to that diet? You know, am I open to a new result? And then, of course, you want to ask anybody else around you, are you open to a new possibility or uh, us working together in some way, shape, or form? So it's really a beautiful question, not just to make sure that other people are open to your solutions, but also to remind ourselves that, you know, we haven't decided it it can't get any better. Are we open to a new possibility for ourselves? I love the fact that that same expression can be used as when you look inward and when you look outward, because I actually think that Anytime you go into a conversation, whether it's a sales conversation or if you're doing fundraising for a nonprofit, you have to feel comfortable with the product and who you are and kind of where you are in the process before you can ask somebody else to pony up. Exactly. Yes. And I think that's a lot of the reason why we, you know, we're a sales training and coaching consulting business, but our motto is stop selling (laughs) and start getting selected. And again, that's a very deliberate word choice because we don't want you to be pushy and aggressive and salesy. And that's what happens from the perspectives, uh, from the prospect's perspective is when you say, are you interested in my stuff? Are you, you know, you know, can I show you a way they feel sold And so when you start off by saying, are you open to a new possibility, you are inviting somebody to step into another outcome that Mm -hmm. is going to be much more beneficial. And now they feel like they're participating in that process. They are really selecting to do business with you. They're selecting to be open to your solutions. And I think that makes all the difference. It also isn't as committed in in a good way. Are you open to a new possibility? Yes, I'm open to it. I'm going to hear you out and then I'm going to decide. Are you interested? Now you're almost asking me to commit. 
Mm. Because that interested, it's a little harder to kind of step over that border and go, well, I don't know if I'm really interested because I don't know if it's a good fit for me, but I'd be open to a conversation. And I think really all that we can do in, you know, when we're in a sales role and we work with a lot of professionals who never in a million years would consider themselves a salesperson, but they have to share their ideas and their get buy-in and essentially that's you know, that's persuasion and sales. But and I'm, I'm not really sure where the right place is for a question like, are you interested in? Because I think if you start with, are you open to, and then you have a, a, a dialogue where you're really understanding their challenges and then you're matching it up with your solutions. Honestly, the only closing question that we really train is, what would you like me to do now? Because once you've matched up their challenges with your solutions, and you've gotten their commitment along the way, does this solution solve the problem for that particular challenge? And if you keep checking in like that, really the only closing move, in quotes, that you need is, what would you like me to do now? And when you say that, oftentimes when you've done the sales process, right, they say something like, well, isn't there a contract I should sign? Or you know, like, should I be giving you money at this point? Like, you know, it's just the natural next step. And so when you when you start with are you open to and that set gets their defense wall down so you can have a real conversation, everything flows from there. I love that. And I also love the way that you kind of close the loop because you open the door very casually at the beginning and you really are opening the door very casually at the end. You know, a lot of times they may say, well, should I do this or that? And they're like, well, Often our clients or prospective clients want us to do this as the next step. And, you know, does that make sense for you? And really putting them in the driver's seat, I think, makes the customers much more comfortable because they feel in control. Exactly. Yeah. And you can even use, are you open to at the end? You know, Mm -hmm. this is the thing that are, you know, based on what you're saying, this is what most of our clients do as a next step. Are you open to taking that next step? Right. So you can always use that. Are you open to when in doubt, throw that one in. (laughs) I'm going to have that turned into a bumper sticker and put on the back bottom. I'm of already my working car. on it, Lorraine. The <laughs> merchandise is coming. <laughs> awesome. Well, I, I want whatever the uh, the merch is because I really love that phrase. Merit, this has been fabulous. Thank you so much for being a guest today. My pleasure. Happy to be here. We're going to have links to your website so people can learn a lot more about how to get customers to select them instead of selling. I think it's going to be very valuable. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and you'd like to find other resources for your business, be sure to check out digitaltoolbox.club. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.